The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. BFTOT Wednesday edition, things we didn't get to during the two-hour program on NBCSN. We had a fill-in-the-blank segment, and we didn't get to the last topic. And the last topic there dealt with the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense. Chris, there is so much obsession with the Steelers' offense, and rightfully so. The offense has become the strength of the team in recent years. But last year, quietly, the defense made a nice rebound. And the Steelers may be on the verge of going kind of back to the 90s where they're known more for defense than they are for offense. And when you look at the roster and you look at who they have and you consider they gave up this year's first-round pick to get Mika Fitzpatrick, who just has that Steeler DNA to him. He's got that quality, that, that indefinable thing that makes him a Steeler to his core. I, I feel like the defense is moving in the right direction. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the, the defense carried that football team last year, as, as we both know. I mean, there was – you know, lack of good quarterback play for a number of weeks for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they found ways to win football games. Now, they lost Javon Hargrave and free agency. That's really the big loss, right? That's the, other than that, you look at the team and go, man, everybody else is pretty much back. But, you know, lost Javon Hargrave. Let's not forget Stephon Tuitt last year. He got hurt, so he didn't get to play the full season. I would probably argue that he might be their most talented defensive lineman on their team, and that's saying a lot because we know they have Cam Hayward. But – when you get into Cam Hayward, Stefan Tuitt, you know, got Chris Wormley from the Ravens in free agency to fill that Javon Hargrave role, let alone Devin Bush, the first-round linebacker from two drafts ago, and then Watt and Dupree on the edge. And then you mentioned Minka Fitzpatrick and Hayden out there in the secondary. I mean, this is a really good defense. This is a defense that can win games almost by itself. It's Super Bowl caliber that way, along with, like, a creative scheme you know, that's when you go, ooh, a defense can be special. When it's got talent and a scheme that, you know, can change and is malleable on a week-to-week basis, that's when I go watch out for that defense this year, and I think that's what we should be saying about the Steelers. You mentioned the departure of Javon Hargrave via free agency. He was playing nose tackle for the Steelers, and there was an item in The Athletic a few weeks ago that took a look at who will be replacing him at nose tackle, and I think the door has been cracked open a bit for the Steelers to maybe transition more toward a 4-3 base where you've you've got one of those linebackers who lines up as a defensive end. You don't have a classic nose tackle per se. GM Kevin Colbert talked about that, that they actually don't use that base package, that 3 4 base with a true nose tackle very often anymore. And when you remember that Mike Tomlin in Tampa Bay with you, a cover two Tampa two expert, He set that aside when he became the head coach back in 2007. We kind of waited for the moment when he would use the defense that made him a head coach. You know, in a weird sort of way, this may be the the, even, you know, nearly 15 years into his tenure where we see this transition to maybe something that looks more like the defenses that he was coaching back before he became the head coach of the Steelers, Chris. I think, yeah, I think you're right, Mike. I think it'll be close to it. I think we know really, you know, if you dissect it closely to what you're saying there, 
you know, we've seen a little bit of that transition the last two years. And, you know, the big point is base defense is just not played that often in the NFL anymore. You know, I bet you the Steelers probably paid, played more base defense against the Baltimore Ravens in those two games than they did against the rest of the NFL maybe the whole combined year because there's very few teams that, you know, are constantly in those heavy personnel sets, two tight ends, three tight ends. You know, the 49ers, the Steelers played them last year. I bet you that was another game. But for the most part, yeah, you got to have five guys in the secondary on the field because most teams are playing three and four wide receiver sets more times than not. Or even when they're not, the tight ends are viable pass threats. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if there is the need. And I think that's why they didn't overpay for that position because they realized, hey, we got Tuitt, we got Hayward, we got Dupree, we got Watt. Those are our four best guys, you know, and that puts us in the best position to win a football game. So I think you're right. I think you'll see more of a Mike Tomlin influence this year, Mike. Yeah, I mean, when you look at this lineup, Cameron Hayward, Chris Wormley is the guy penciled in at nose tackle. Stephon Tuitt, TJ Watt, Devin Bush, Vince Williams, Bud Dupree. And then in the secondary, Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick, Terrell Edmonds, and Steve Nelson. That's Ooh. not a bad lineup, right? And, and it wasn't long ago that the Steelers' defense was the weakness of the team. This is not a weakness for this team. If anything, this is becoming the strength as the offense tries to recover from free agency departures and injuries of the past few years, Chris. Yeah, no, it, it is. It's special. And, you know, listen, if there's one negative to me, I don't think they're still great at playing man-to-man in the secondary with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but they're one of the few teams that can get away with it maybe more than others in football. You know, they've gotten better at it, but their big thing is they, they can complicate and confuse a the quarterback. They can rush four guys, but you don't know what four guys it's going to be. So you could see, like, wow, it looks like Devin Bush and, you know, Vince Williams are going to blitz over here. Whoa, they're going to send a six-man blitz. This is not good. Wait, let me protect it up. Let me max protect and change the protection. And you do that, and what they do is those two linebackers do blitz, and then two of the, de- two of the other defensive linemen drop back into zone coverage, and it becomes a four-man rush. So then now you've got, like, a six- or seven-man protection, and you only got three-man three man routes downfield. And all of a sudden you go, oh, man, I, I, I was confused by the look. I wasted this. I tried to block up a blitz look, but now they got all these guys in my passing lanes and I don't have enough receivers. And that's the beauty of this Blitzburg-type defense, the influence there of the ex-Steelers that are all there, along with Mike Tomlin, who's very smart. Uh, they don't need to play great man-to-man. They can confuse you and make a quarterback feel like there's more players on the field than there actually is. That's definitely a throwback to the heydays of the Bill Cowher era, the zone blitz and how the Steelers perfected that and made that something other teams used where you create that confusion. You don't know who's coming. You don't know who's dropping into coverage. You increase the chances of a guy springing free and getting to the quarterback and also a guy being in the path of the football where the quarterback thought there would be a guy who was wide open. So, look, this Steelers team, hey, my general rule of thumb, based upon 50 years of following football and being in the general vicinity of Pittsburgh most of my life. When the bar is low, that's one of the key ingredients for the Steelers to have a memorable season, at least since the 70s. And the bar is low for the Steelers. People don't know what to expect out of this team. And you've got the Ravens, who were great last year, and the Browns are supposedly on the upswing, and the Bengals with Joe Burrow. Don't sleep on the Steelers. If the defense gets back to what it was in the 90s, if if it just plays like it did last year, and you get a healthy better right. Roethlisberger, this could be a very special team. And this is a team, especially with Tom Brady gone in New England, 
This is a team that could make things interesting in the AFC. I, I agree. You know, again, I don't know if I'm going to pick them to win the AFC North, right? I mean, I'm probably still going to pick the Ravens there. But Steelers, battle-tested, been in a lot of big playoff games. Mike Tomlin's been to two Super Bowls, won one of them, Big Ben. You know, they got some defensive players, like you said, are special. This is a top-five defense in football last year and really was probably better than that if they had a real offense. I think statistically they probably would have been in the top two or three in the league when all said and done. But the offense, you know, compromised them in some games too because they couldn't do anything and they were always back on the field like we talk about a whole lot. Uh, But, you know, Mike, I'm with you with the Steelers. You know, you look at the O-line, still good, maybe not as great as it was in years past, but they need something out of that running game. You know, O'Connor, you know, James Conner, Benny Snell, they got to contribute more. And I'm excited about the re- young receivers they got. Along with, let's not forget, they got Eric Ebron, too. So you go Vance McDonald, Eric Ebron, Chase Claypool, and Juju Smith-Schuster, and, you know, Benny Snell or James Conner behind the quarterback. I go, damn, that's a pretty good starting 11. I'll take that. Now that we've jinxed the Steelers by putting them firmly on the radar screen, they'll go 7-9. and nine. I don't count on it. I think this is a playoff team. I, don't I think the defense is going to be even better than it was last year. The offense will be better. The Steelers and the Steelers, hey, look, when they play the Ravens, it it continues to be one of the great rivalries in football, and they are physical, and they are going to get after the Ravens this year because they are going to want to reclaim what the Ravens have taken away from them. So, Chris, you got some good games coming up this year. Oh, it's an NBC game, Thanksgiving night, Ravens-Steelers getting together in Pittsburgh. Oh, baby. Good good season, I think, coming from the Steelers, and that should be a great game on that uh, fourth Thursday night in October. All right, that's it. We'll see you back on Thursday morning on PFT Live. Chris, great work as always. We'll check out Chris Sims Unbuttoned. There's a new episode out there. We'll continue the Chris Sims quarterback countdown tomorrow on PFT Live, and we'll be posting content all day long at profootballtalk.com. Everyone have a great day. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.